Engagement loops. Fascinating topic, something that's come over from the land of gamification. It can have a massive impact on your pre-production and your post-production. Hopefully it will make everything you do just a little bit better. And it's the topic in today's video production tip here on Video Production Daily. Well, what is an activity loop or gamification loops? There are a few different names by which these loops go by, but fundamentally it is an activity loop that is a repetitive structure that's used in gaming and other addictive technologies. You know, the folks over at Facebook, Instagram, they are pros at creating activity and reward loops that they can use in a tool or in a game or in media that incentivizes someone to follow through to the next level or goal or accomplishment. And in video, it can have massive implications on the way that you structure a story and put together an edit. I became familiar with gamification loops thanks to a good friend of mine who is a pro in gamification. Taking learning and applying gaming principles to incentivize people to march through learning content. And I just thought it was so fascinating because so many of the objectives that video producers have and folks that work in gamification of learning content or corporate content, they have a lot of the same goals. And that is to motivate people to get through the content that they need people to consume. And so how do they work in gamification? Well, in gamification, you open a loop by giving a student or someone something to do. And once they complete that, you reward them. Once you have been rewarded, odds are you're done engaging with the game. So it's very important that another loop is opened before the first loop is closed. I hope that makes sense to you. The idea is people should have an open reason to stay in the game. So let's just take our good friend Mario for example. At the beginning of the game, you are introduced to a problem. The princess has been taken. And your objective, should you choose to accept it, is to retrieve the princess and free her from Bowser. So that is one large loop that is in the game. You have a conflict and you must find the resolution. You must accomplish your task. But then there are also smaller loops. So at the beginning of every level, you know that you have to complete the level by navigating Mario through physical challenges that will eventually get him to some sense of completion. So there's a smaller level gamification loop where you have a clear objective and something for your hero to do. So what is the overflow into the world of video? If you think about the structure of plot and some elements that are critical in there, certainly one of the most critical elements of any video and also critical to the structure of plot is the hook. The hook is really your first opportunity to open a loop. So what is the hook? Well, we should do an episode on that because the hook is critical in this particular podcast episode, the hook was me quickly describing what a gamification loop was to hopefully grab your attention and get you to follow through and listen to the rest of the episode so that you could learn what this activity loop or gamification loop is. So the hook, it's your introduction. It's your first attempt to grab someone's attention. It's also your opportunity to tell them why they need to finish through and consume the rest of your media. In the case of video, a lot of times we will say grab their attention in three seconds or lose it forever, and that is in reference to the hook. And hopefully the hook does open a question in someone's mind. 
I'd love to tell you stories about hooks that I've incorporated in videos and the feedback that I've received around them in future episodes. I'll make sure to put that on the calendar. Once you've opened the hook, you have someone's attention until you've closed that loop. In YouTube videos, you'll often see a clickbait-like title, which opens a loop that you want to close. An interesting title will drive you to click on a video and watch it long enough to figure out what the interesting title was in reference to. Well, your hook in the first three seconds of the video needs to convince people to watch more of the video. That is a loop. It's an attention loop, and someone is going to leave once the activity loop or attention loop is satisfied. A commercial producer or someone familiar with plot would know that they can't just rely on the hook. You can get someone's attention and you can get them into your piece of media, but you need to be opening additional loops. Usually this is referred to as conflict. So this conflict is bringing up additional questions in people's minds that need to be answered or introducing additional conflict that your hero needs to overcome in order to complete their heroic journey. Regardless of what your conflict is or how you open the loop, be mindful that once all the loops are closed, someone will probably tune out. So make sure that you're opening loops as you're closing loops. Don't forget to close your loops. It's important that you reward your audience with the answers that they're there to find. But don't close all the loops until you're ready for your audience to disengage from your piece of media. One production in particular I remember working on did a really great job of opening up with a solid hook. It, you asked yourselves a lot of questions. And then we get into it and we introduce more conflict and we open more loops and we close them throughout the video, making sure to reward the audience with the answers to the questions that they were asking themselves. And then we told this really hilarious joke. Then we continued on in the video to tie things up. Uh, we had our resolution, call to action, all of the things that we needed at the end of the video. And it was interesting, six, seven months later, after a few thousand people had watched the video, to go back and look at the engagement level analytics. And this joke that I thought was so critical, right in the middle of the video, we lost a lot of people right after, right before the joke. And I thought, well, that's odd because that's such an engaging piece of the video where we show someone something unexpected. Why would people tune out after we tell that part of the story? And anytime you see a dip like that in your engagement analytics, it can be frustrating and it's worth investigating. So what I did is I took the timeline and I went back and I started documenting all of the open loops and all of the closed loops. And sure enough, we closed our last loop as we went into the joke. So either before the joke or immediately after the joke, after people had enjoyed the joke, hopefully, they were tuning out because there was just no motivation for them to continue. We didn't have a loop that was finally closed with the end of the video and the call to action or loops that were able to bring people through the rest of the video. So I hope that when you're planning a video in pre-production, you start thinking about the loops. What is the hook going to be? What are the questions that you want people to be asking themselves when they start watching your video? What are the additional loops that you're going to open up to entice your audience to continue through your piece of media? And do you have attention loops that are going to bring an audience all the way through your video? I think that this is important in entertainment. It's critically important in commercial. It's very important in corporate and extremely important in training. That when you're making this content, if you want people to accept your ideas or understand your ideas, they have to be exposed to those ideas first. So if they're only watching the first 30 seconds of your video and you're not getting them through the meat of your content, they're probably not absorbing the ideas that they haven't been exposed to. So it's critical that you think about not just how you get people to watch a video, but how you're going to bring an audience all the way through a video to absorb all of the content that you'd like to present to them. So when you are mapping the plot and the structure of your video, map the loops. 
Be mindful of the questions your audience should be asking themselves and when those questions are answered. Don't answer all your questions too soon. Don't rely on one question to get your audience all the way through your video. And don't make sucky media. We all know the internet today sucks. It sucks in a lot of ways. There are too many loops on the internet. But video, video needs more loops. We need less reasons to continue through our Facebook feed and more reasons to watch quality video that exposes us to quality themes and quality ideas. So it's time to leverage the tools that are out there to make sure people are engaging all the way through your videos, that your poor audience that you've asked to QA your video is not just enduring it, but enjoying it. Really work to keep your audience at the center of what you do. Make sure that you take their brain and their psychology into account when you do the hard work of creating media. I think loops are one terrific way to do that. A lot of this content that I shared in today's episode comes straight out of the Masters of Engagement workshop. You can check that out at mastersofengagement.com. I'm super thrilled to be with you today. Rate, comment, and subscribe. That's what you do with a podcast. When you like a podcast, you rate it, you comment, you subscribe. It's your way to show love to me. Now I'm being crazy. Now I'm being selfish. I tell you what, though, I am adding to the calendar. We need to do an episode on hooks, and we need to do an episode on overcoming confirmation bias because getting your audience to ask the right questions of themselves as they're going through your media is critical. What a stupid thing to introduce at the end of an episode, but perhaps I'm opening a loop to keep you around. Thanks for your time.